2: Welcome to How Can I Help? I'm Dr. Gail Saltz. I'm a clinical associate professor of psychiatry at the New York Presbyterian Hospital, a psychoanalyst, and best-selling author. And I'm here every week to answer your most pressing questions, hopefully with understanding, insight, and advice. I think it's clear that there have been more incidents of angry outbursts and aggressive behavior in number And in places that we typically had not seen before planes, road rage, restaurants and stores, hospitals, sporting events, and yes, even social media. Today, I'm answering a question from a listener who is wondering what to do in situations faced with someone's bad behavior. What we are witnessing is a rise of anger and irritability in numerous people, people having less impulse control, and at times driven by an amorphous wish for revenge that culminates in the outburst, which is the aggressive behavior. The pandemic has unleashed continued high stress response to trauma. Trauma about the pandemic, Losses people have had, financial strains, systemic racism, political divide, and lots of ensuing drama. And of course, there's also the ongoing uncertainty about the future. This has driven a pandemic of mental health issues, such as a steep rise in anxiety disorders and mood disorders. High levels of anxiety and depression can absolutely increase chronic anger and increase impulsivity. Basically, everyone's fuse is a lot shorter. The other huge ingredient is a lowering of the level of what's considered socially acceptable behavior due to modeling by leaders who are authority figures that often set the tone for what is considered civilized and acceptable behavior. We have had a few years now of leaders with name-calling, being belligerent, bullying, expressing a lack of empathy, even being vengeful and rageful in public forums, online, and in person. The result is that everyone feels the bar drop for what seems acceptable for modeling the behavior and is desensitized to that behavior that previously would have seemed outrageous to themselves and therefore they would have felt internally inhibited from doing, but now feel like it's okay. This dangerous combination has unleashed many people to not contain their anger, to be quick, to have their temper flare, to be disinhibited, and even feel justified in taking it out on someone else. High anxiety makes people feel like the world is a dangerous place, and they have to fight to survive. In fact, they are justified in fighting. And whether that high anxiety is actually happening because of something happening, or whether it's just the signal going off in their body that makes it feel like something is happening, doesn't matter. It still turns on that fight response. Oftentimes, the place they blow up is really displaced from another place where they feel helpless and out of control, which drives them to feel in control somewhere, like the situation they are raging at. The FAA has received over 4,700 complaints about passenger behavior this year and has imposed about $1 million in civil fines this year. Non-compliance with the federal mask mandate seems to be fueling many of the problems. The FAA notes that the majority of the cases involve conflicts over the mask requirement. On an April 12th JetBlue Airways flight from Boston to Orlando, for instance, a woman refused to comply with the face mask mandate, shouted obscenities at the flight crew, and after a seated passenger objected to being bumped into, punched the passenger in the face. A large number of outbursts are from passengers who are drinking alcohol. Some passengers are bringing alcohol onto flights. Even though it's not permitted, others are drinking before their flight and then continue on the flight. Most flights are still going off without a hitch, and that's important to keep in mind. But when a passenger does become belligerent or worse, yet physically combative, where does that leave the other passengers? It can feel pretty traumatic and disturbing to be trapped in the air with an aggressive, Out of control, and even violent person. And people around the offender are finding themselves trying to figure out either how to defuse the situation, or how to get away, or how to stop them, all of which are exceedingly difficult to do. It can feel scary, angering, and out of control to be a bystander. And for some people, it makes them feel pretty leery of flying again. It's all that and more for the flight crew that is often the person being treated badly. How can I help with Dr. Gail Saltz? We'll be back after this short break.
0: This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global.
1: by visiting musicgives.org.
2: Let's turn to my listener's question and see, how can I help? Dear Dr. Salts, I finally decided that I felt safe enough to fly as I'm vaccinated. And I decided to go see my mother, who I hadn't seen for a while due to COVID and fears about exposing myself and exposing her. During my flight, another passenger kept having his mask below his nose and the cabin crew kept telling him to pull it up to wear it properly. I was nervous that I could see every time the crew passed by, he would pull his mask down again. But I was also afraid to say something as he was already being angry with the steward. Then at some point, the steward told him yet another time that he was required to wear the mask over his mouth and nose, and he got furious and started shouting and saying terrible things, standing up and being in the cabin crew's face. I was really petrified, and I didn't know what to do. They told him to sit down or to risk being on a no-fly this airline list and he did sit down. And he stopped, but he remained verbally grumbly and angry, and I could hear him through much of the flight. I felt panicky for the rest of the trip. My heart was racing. I really could not calm myself down. My flight home was fine, actually. But now I feel more scared about flying. Like, What the heck do I do if I have another situation like that? Is it worth flying at all? I keep remembering the scene, how angry he was, how hopeless I felt. And just thinking about it makes me nervous. But I can't see my mom unless I fly. And so then I think, I've got to fly and I've got to get over this. How can I feel less afraid? Flying. Seems to be one of the places people can become apprehensive about. Fear of flying is one of the most common phobias. Usually, fear of flying has to do with a fear of an accident occurring, a storm causing turbulence, or getting sick on a plane. But having a bad experience on a plane can set off a fear of being in the same situation. And unfortunately, The more you avoid actually flying, the greater the fear can grow because avoiding the flight temporarily reduces your anxiety and this relief reinforces your fear. So the first thing that I would suggest is do not avoid flying. In fact, in some ways, the sooner you get back on a plane, the better because it will help your fear to decrease by being back on a flight. But this time when you fly, you need to do some things to relax as you fly. So that might be listening to music and blotting out what other people are saying. Watching a funny movie with headphones in again, so what you're hearing is relaxing for you. Doing some slow Deep breathing exercises intermittently during the flight, and doing some deep muscle relaxation as well during the flight to keep your body relaxed. The more that you can relax and have a decent experience, the better for diminishing this fear going forward. Avoid using alcohol as your method of relaxing. This can start a problem of needing to drink on flights, which isn't the best coping tool. But your situation is somewhat unique in that you watched what is becoming an all too frequent issue of bad behavior in public places. On a plane, you're really trapped in a small public place and just can't leave the scene, which in other circumstances might be the best course of action. So, what can you do? As a rule, Let the expert flight attendants handle any problems. Do everything possible to stay out of it. You are not responsible for what others are doing. And the last thing you want to do is become potentially part of an altercation. The flight could be diverted and both you and the offending passenger could be impacted. It is a very, very easy way to ruin your trip in the least. So don't escalate things and get yourself permanently tossed off a flight. Next, follow directions of the airline staff, because the truth is, if you don't comply, you could be fine. If they need you to move to handle the situation, then help them by moving. If it's the passenger next to you who's getting upset, Try not to inflame the situation, but instead what I would advise if you feel on the spot, try using empathic language like, rather than reacting with confrontation because you can't leave, making note that you see that they are angry. Something like, I'm sorry you feel angry. Just saying something like that, that actually is empathic and makes note of what's happening can diffuse the situation. It feels as though you are sympathizing even if you really are not. Avoiding alcohol before or on your flight is a good idea because it can cloud your thinking and it can fuel getting involved or having an outburst yourself. It will not help you, but it could hurt you. Personally, if you feel your own temper rising, try taking some deep paced breaths or focusing on relaxing your muscles. Because when you're super angry or anxious, it's hard to use your judgment and think rationally. Relaxing your body hopefully can relax your mind. You unfortunately, as I said, can't leave the scene, but you can go a little more into yourself, a little more into your own body as a way of coping. Generally speaking, one way to handle yourself when you feel angry and to also handle others, is simply to take a beat. Say to yourself, let me count to 10, and then ask myself, how would I want to be treated if the other person were me? It's basically employing the golden rule. Treating others, no matter how you're feeling, the way you would want to be treated, often goes a long way in diffusing the situation. I hope that was helpful. I wish this rise in bad behavior were going away soon, but unfortunately, the more we see it, and due to the constant social media attention, the more it seems like everyone is doing it. And this just desensitizes us to the acceptability of acting this way. So, other than discussing how we all need to treat each other with respect and kindness, even in stressful times, There is no plus in recording it or sharing it on social media. In fact, social media is yet another place where there has been a rise in bad behavior with name calling and bullying. What is helpful is really to point out that it is fear, stress, high anxiety, all driving anger and aggressive behavior. Places that serve alcohol are often making matters worse because alcohol is disinhibiting and therefore you have a tendency to see more bad behavior. So planes, sporting events, and bars, the risk is increased due to alcohol service. There do need to be consequences that are known ahead of time to people to dissuade them, like You will lose the ability to come back to this event again, or you won't be able to fly on this airline again. If those sorts of things are made clear and carried through, it probably will reduce outbursts in the long run. We need to help more people develop coping skills to decrease their own stress and anxiety and anger through relaxation techniques and through self-talk aimed at diffusing the anger in their minds. We need leaders to change their tone. It's okay to be assertive, but there's a difference between assertive and aggressive. It's important for them to show that they can play fair and above the belt and to model moral and civil behavior. These are the bases on which civilized societies operate. And we need to help everyone to take a beat. Take a moment before you would behave and say to yourself, how would I want to be treated in this situation? And then behave accordingly. How would you want to be written about or tweeted about? How would you as the healthcare worker, restaurant server, cabin crew member want to be treated? Then after you've thought about it, that's when you can open your mouth. Do you have a problem I can help with? If so, email me at help at senecawomen.com. All centers remain anonymous. And listen every Friday to How Can I Help? With me, Dr. Gail Saltz.
1: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger.